This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. The following episode of TOEFOP is rated M.A. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought, and mild course language. TOEFOP advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Relax, this is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Will. And this is a short episode because it took us much longer to set up all our gear today than we thought, than we anticipated. Well, it took me and Disco a lot longer to set up the gear than we anticipated. It would have taken even longer, though, if I'd been involved. Yeah, you very kindly just uh, stayed out of the way. and just I helped by not helping. By taking videos, humiliating exactly. videos, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not ready to look at just yet. I'm I sure know, I'll I showed you one that I thought was really funny and you just were not into it at all. No, no. It, took, it was one of those things where things should have worked by logic and then they just weren't working. Memory cards were working once, then didn't work the second time. We had to reformat everything. The good news is we're here, we're rolling, and it's time to read some letters. This is from Jack. Hey, Tofop. I hope you're ready for the most tantalising Tofop tidbit you may ever see or read. Wow. Hi, Jack. I'm not sure if you've discussed this before on the show, but I've been listening since, since episode 70-ish, and I can't recall it. Have we discussed... Oh, I thought he was going to say that he's been listening since episode 70. Have we discussed that? And I was like, I don't think it's no, ever come up, Jack. I don't even know what... Well, if you had to guess what the name of episode 70 was... What was it? Uh, episode 70... The mics uh, don't work. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the fuckwits. <laughs> Have either of you seen this video doing the rounds about Matt Groening being a time traveller? Everyone knows about the things the Simpsons have predicted, but this takes it to a whole new level. It's flat out scary how many things this guy in this video highlights. I think we've read this letter before. Uh, you could play it a bit on the show and it might be some decent content. Yeah, we've read this one. <laughs> Good start. Glad we took all that time to set up the cameras. <laughs> uh, okay, this is from... We don't have much time. It took us too long to set up the cameras. <laughs> yeah, we have to go. Let's start with a letter that is going to blow our minds that we've already read before. It's from Andrew. <laughs> hey, Will, in brackets, sorry, Charlie. It's a philosophy question. For have we done this before so. as well? I don't think so. You sure? <laughs> no. We All haven't right. read this one before. Okay. I'm a 17-year-old male from Boston, Massachusetts in the USA. That's the hardest place to say, isn't it? Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Boston. I've been casually listening to Tofop and Two Guys, One Cup for a while, but one day I stumbled upon Willosophy and yeah. I've been furiously binging it since. Oh, has he been good Willosophy hunting? <laughs> is that a Boston reference? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I've, been, I've had my issues. <laughs> I'll give myself a bun. A Boston bun. I've had, I'm running out of things. <laughs> I've had my issues... With mental health, and your conversations have inspired me to talk about my issues for the first time. Okay, well, that's nice. I'm good on you. Two episodes have spoken to me and have helped me an incredible amount. Firstly, it was the Wayne Schwoss episode. 
I don't know why I pointed to you as if you didn't remember. <laughs> you were there. I was there. It's called Willosophy with Will Anderson. Where he talked about his anecdote about the young man at the wake and it showed me that I need to speak up and seek help, which was something that I wasn't doing before. Secondly, it was episode from 2015 with Charlie. His story spoke to me in a way that nothing else has. Oh, this is good because it's included you. Yeah. My parents went through... I also have tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> My parents went through a difficult divorce when I was 10 and I was in a state that was very similar to when Charlie had lost his father to a slightly lesser extent. Charlie's story of his life hit beat for beat where mine is now and it truly opened my eyes to what I can do with my mental health. Are you a podcaster as well? Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to set a template for that life. Yeah. 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 Lock yourself into a path of destruction. <laughs> I've only listened to it a few weeks ago, but, I would not, but it would not be an understatement to say that it will have a lasting effect on me for the rest of my life. I have gone to several therapists and none have been able to get me to see what you and Charlie showed me that day. That's mate, really nice. Oh, thank mate, you. we are a medical podcast, as we stated last week. Yeah, not actual doctors. <laughs> we should point that out. May cause boredom. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I would apologise for making you read this far, but I have learned from Wayne Schwass to stop saying sorry for sharing my emotions. So thank you for being there because you have changed my life at quite possibly the most pivotal, pivotal point. Thank you for making me laugh, and more importantly, thank you for making me Oh, that's unreal. That's very nice. Tofop makes you think. Hey, it's, we've got this on camera, right? No, technically, philosophy makes you think. <laughs> oh, God damn this it. podcast doesn't no, make you think at all. And my story as well. Yeah, but you you on my podcast <laughs> makes people think. You and I on this podcast don't make people think. Oh, was it me on your podcast? Yes. Ah, because I was trying to remember back to when I spoke about my dad on this no, show. No, it was on well, philosophy. Oh, let me tell, say something profound <laughs> about my dad on Tofop. So we've got this too. So people like this podcast as well. Well, I would love to um, – we could take the show to Boston if there was more people. Oh, that'd be great. I don't know if we'd sell ticks. Boston we got to Boston. Watch the, we could sit with a clerk, the yard vark, and walk to the park. It's wicked hot. Your excellent impression. I think you missed my excellent joke, which was we wouldn't sell ticks. Boston sell ticks. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. This is from Bree. Don't apologise, man. Yeah, you shouldn't apologise. I love the Boston accent, by the way. Me too. Uh, Jen Kirkman will do an impression of her parents that – I could, you know, like when somebody's got an impression or a thing that you would just listen to them do all day long. Yeah. Jen Kirkman doing an impression of her parents just talking to her about her life and her career is, I would listen to an entire podcast of that every week. There's certain accents that sound better when they're cursing. Yeah. Boston is one. Scottish is great. Mm-hmm. To hear a Scotsman swear is fantastic. It, there's certain like rhythms to it, I guess, that just make it sound so good and idioms. This is from Brie. I need your help. Oh. In a very tofop kind of way. Okay, good. I'm currently reading the Dean Kuntz novel, The Silent Corner, and need help casting the main character in my mind. Okay. Mild spoilers if anyone wants or is reading this book. All right, all you kuntz maniacs <laughs> You mad Kuntz. You dirty Kuntz. <laughs> you sick Kuntz. You sick Kuntz. I bet all like the fan <laughs> groups of uh, Dean Kuntz, is it Dean Kuntz? Dean Kuntz. Uh, are called things like sick Kuntz. You sick Kuntz. Yeah. Oh, sick Kuntz. The lead character is a female FBI agent. Wow. (laughs) Groundbreaking, really? Coons, you've done it again. Jane Hawke. Oh, no, (laughs) Coons. You're phoning it in. Who, before recently going rogue... Oh, Oh my God, how many fucking cliches. (laughs) I haven't even got to the end of the sentence yet. A female FBI agent, Jane Hawke, has gone rogue. Gone rogue. Worked in criminal behavioural analysis type division in the FBI. Yep. 
her husband has recently committed suicide. That left a really strange suicide note. Okay. She begins to look into it and notice a pattern of successful, talented, and high-achieving people suiciding, all leaving weird notes or displaying odd behaviour immediately prior to. So as the book is getting on, it's starting to emerge that a billionaire scientist tech guy is behind a new technology that involves injecting people with nanobots. (laughs) That ultimately is used to control them. I'm on board. I reckon, it's a really good book. I reckon Coons and I, I reckon Coons and I have a lot in common to talk about, about evil scientists injecting shit into us. So the character is dealing with all the above. Okay. She's very pretty. And How old is she? Do we know? It uh, doesn't say age. Okay. She's pretty and she knows it because she's, oh, it's a male author. Because it's a male author. That's how I always write it. She's yeah. beautiful, but she doesn't know it. Yeah. She's beautiful, but she does know it. He's flipping, oh, he's yeah. flipping that on his head. Yeah. That's Coons. Coons is a modern man. He understands that times have changed. Yeah, you don't. You never get any Kuntz cheese, do you? Exactly, and you don't. You know what? You <laughs> well, don't I don't do. roll over that take. No. Oh well, I thought that it was good. I acknowledged it and then moved on. <laughs> you rolled over it. Go on. Okay. Go to your gag. Uh, <laughs> I said you don't live a life uh, with the last name Kuntz without understanding women. <laughs> She's and you rolled over Kuntz cheese for that. Well, it felt too racial. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> She's pretty and she knows it. She's pretty and she knows it because she's used her looks to sneak into places and okay. trick people. Yeah. But not so pretty that she stands out. Okay. She's smart, not phased easily, but has killed a few people along the way. Not overly willing, uh, but in a self-preservation type way. She has a small son and is really loving uh, with him that can put on a brave face. Small as in young or just Let's like say small. small? I'd say young. Uh, can put on a brave face and is tough to the point of denying her feelings while she's on a mission to get to the bottom of all this. So what actress could play her? Kuntz hasn't mentioned ethnicity either, and I'm thinking she's like early 30s, but I'm open to any current or past actresses. Please and thank you, Brie. Well, the obvious one's Jodie Foster. It sounds like Clary Starling, like she's even got a bird name. That's who I think of when you think of like tough but vulnerable Pretty but not glamorous. Although Clarice... That's certainly who Dean Koontz was thinking of yeah. when he wrote this character. Clarice, Clarice doesn't Dean think... Dean Koontz, on the way home from Silence of the Lambs, came up with this story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just swap out the serial killer, put in a tech giant. Yeah, tech yeah, giant. There you go, done. Yeah. <laughs> Koontz, you've done it again. <laughs> I am a sick Koontz. <laughs> uh, so what actress? The past person. Well, Jodie Foster's the obvious one, but maybe J- Jennifer Lawrence, it seems, right, right up her alley. Is she too glad? She could play an FBI agent. She's one of those actresses who can look incredibly stunning and beautiful, but can also, you believe her, as just someone. Gal Gadot. No, fuck off. Gal Gadot. No. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. You reckon? Yeah, she could play mildly unattractive. But How? She- uh, I'm in a lot of makeup. <laughs> you have to three or four hours a day. You have to like Professor yeah. Clump or whatever. Yeah. The, meet the clumps. Or <laughs> that they get the same people who did the makeup from the clumps, and they work on Gal Gadot for four and a half hours a day, and they get her from down to a seven. You know, we could just hire a different actress. Nope. nope. <laughs> half the budget is going to fat suits. <laughs> exactly, and we can only get her to a seven. We've done everything we could possibly do, and we can only get her to a seven. Okay, Luke writes in, chiropractors versus physiotherapists, as we once posed an underworld-style world in which which one is preying on... One's the werewolf, one's one's the the vampire. vampire. Yeah. Long-time listener, first time writing in. 
I'm in my final year of chiropractic at university and loved war dog masseuse. Does not check out because uh, I don't think that chiropractors are qualified. Um, <laughs> also, like, look, no offence, Luke, but we have doctors. Yeah, mate. We have doctors who write into the show. Exactly, mate. This is a doctor's podcast. You know what? You know what a chiropractor's podcast is? Little dumb-dumb club. Why don't you go and check those guys out? This is a podcast for learned exactly. people. Exactly. Six or seven year degrees, mate, to listen to it dope up. In answer to are uh, all Cairo's witch doctors, yes. mostly no. Uh, hang on. I'll give you the long and the short answer. Okay, good. And you can decide how much you want to know about it. Fantastic. Short answer. I'm a chiropractor. Go fuck so yourself. <laughs> short answer. The profession is divided by those who want uh, ever to be evidence-based practitioners or adhere to the origins of Cairo, which was magnetic healer who decided to put his hands on. He thought if you put if he thought if you put a bone back in place, you would restore flow and the body would heal itself. He thought he's a visionary. Oh, he was oh, a visionary. That's the other yeah. episode. Sorry, that's fine. People can listen to them in order. If you're watching this, you probably have watched the other. It was also before. about magnets and people putting magnets in their body. Uh, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Oh, hang on. So he's he's finished up. And then under that, he's put the longer one. Okay. Just for convenience so yeah. sake. So that's the short answer. Yeah. We, we assume what you want is the short answer. Yeah. Uh, it used to be which doctory, but these days it's a which degree. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I like that. The longer answer follows on from the short answer. So okay. evidence-based is much more in line with physio and osteo- osteopath- osteo- osteopathy. And the general idea is we try and treat based on what we can prove. Yeah. Which, which side note in physical therapies is sometimes really difficult. For example... Exercise is excellent. Everyone should be doing more of it. Not saying go run a marathon, but as little as 20 to 30 minutes of walking a day goes a long way. The original Cairo, D.D. Palmer, founded the profession over 100 years ago. I mean, that sounds like a made-up name. D.D. Palmer. Because if you're going to work with your hands, you're going to be a chiropractor. Like the name D.D. Palmer seems a little too... On the nose for me. Yeah. A bit too it convenient. D.D. Palmer sounds like, sounds like the hunky guy at your high school. Yeah, you know, it sounds like who's written this chiropractic story? Dean Kuntz. <laughs> he posited that if a vertebrae was out of alignment, yeah. he called it a subluxation, which medically means something different to what he was saying, okay. you could pop it back in and restore the innate flow, which was the inherent energy that healed the body. I love... The, See, that's I, where you lose me, yeah. the inherent energy. That doesn't sound like evidence-based and scientific. But also, I love that expression, it didn't mean what he thought it meant. Like, the medical version isn't what he said it was. It's because it's like cleansers. Mm. Like, there is... You can do some sort of, like, medical cleanse or whatever, but what they sell is, like, you know, the six milkshakes you can have over four days or whatever, isn't isn't that? You can appreciate why they might have been seen as witch doctors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can. (laughs) Definitely can. To finish, I'll say there are... D.D. Palmer. There are good... There are good and bad... There are good and bad versions of all professions. Cairo got a particularly rough true. reputation at some point. The AMA tried to end chiropractic a little while back, but most of us are doing our best to make people better. You buying that? Yeah, I mean, I like I like his argument. Yeah, I'm not one of those uh, witch doctory Cairo. I just don't I'm know. More, I'm more like a physio osteo Cairo. Yeah. I'm science kind. I like, I mean, I, I like osteo because I feel like osteo straddles. Is it in the middle? In the middle. It's like it's your physio with a little bit of witch doctor. Yeah, yeah. Bit yeah, of science, so bit good. of woo-woo. I don't want too many exercises. Yeah. I don't, like physios yeah. are all about I have homework. to do. Homework. Homework. I don't want fucking homework. Is there a version of this that isn't as medically proved <laughs> yeah. but doesn't have homework? <laughs> Anna. Hey, Will and Charlie. 
I discovered your podcast two years ago and I listen religiously. Okay. Currently, I live in Italy. Ah, bella, bella, bellissimo. And I listen regularly during my daily commute and I often find myself trying to contain my laughter. Okay. I've always wondered what would happen if someone asked what I was listening to, how would I respond? How does someone explain the unexplainable? <laughs> I tend to liken Tof up to Seinfeld in that it's a show about nothing. Anyway. And one of the greatest comedies of all time. <laughs> anyway, after one year of li- with one really racist member... <laughs> And we've made the exact same amount of money yeah. out of doing those same shows. Anyway, after one year of living how, here... Google how many episodes of Seinfeld have there been. Because we're coming up on 300 episodes of um, TOEFOP. I want to know where in Anna's world we will surpass Seinfeld as the greatest of the two shows, at least in quantity. Hundred eighty. Up, we've doubled them. Twice as good as Seinfeld. (laughs) Tofop, twice as good as Seinfeld. Anyway, after one year of living here, the day finally came when I couldn't control my laughter listening to Tofop Two Five Five War Dog Masseuse, particularly popular episode this week. And I I didn't really think about it. Thought it was one of our middle albums, War Dog Masseuse. And someone asked me why. Imagine trying to explain that I'm listening to two Aussie blokes talking... Is it War Dog Masseuse or was it War... Dog. Dog Masseuse. War, war Dog Masseuse. Were we talking about a dog that went to war and massaged no, people? No, we were talking... Or were we talking about someone who history, massaged... We, no, we went to the Wikipedia page and found that the history of animal massage started in the Roman Empire... In the war. ...when war dogs would need a masseuse. And then we postulated... Is that the right word? We suggested that Adam Sandler would be in a movie called War Dog Masseuse where he's a goofy guy rubbing dogs. Let's just start listening to this podcast. Pretty, it sounds, sounds pretty good. <laughs> Imagine trying to explain that I'm listening to two Aussie blokes talk about the history of animal massage while comparing each historical figure to Cameron Ling, Sam Mitchell and Ray Mark, <laughs> which we also did. I mean, we talked about niche. like We were talking about Tarantino off air and we were saying, oh, he's so niche. Uh, like, you know, I mean, I can understand yeah. why some people don't like his stuff. It's so niche. <laughs> We talk about Cameron Ling, Zen Mitchell and Raymar. Yeah, in an episode about but the history of war dogs. <laughs> Even to someone with English as a first language, it would be difficult, let, let alone if English was their second. Needless to say, it was impossible. I mentioned Seinfeld, they had no idea. We settled on the fact that I was listening to an educational podcast. Oh, nice. Keep up the A-grade work, boys. Ciao. Anna, not a doctor. Huge fan of Two Guys, One Cup. Philosophy and hashtag Sockgate. Okay, great. That's a good one. It's been mainly good ones, haven't they? Yeah. Good good job, listeners. Um, All right, we'll read one more of these (coughs) and then we've got time for a a few Patreons. We can give away some Patreon stuff. Okay, this is from Gervanch. Hey guys, I was just listening to your Tofop app, Tofop256. Everything's fine. There was a Tofop Respondence about a new Wikipedia game, so I decided to give it a go. Surprisingly easier than I thought. So just to remind people, this Wikipedia game was like six degrees of Tofop, where someone sends us in a topic and we use the hyperlinks from Wikipedia to see how many links before we can get to Tofop. I'm really going to start listening to this podcast. <laughs> it sounds really interesting. Okay, Wikipedia start point, deep fake, satire, laughter, humour, Rowan Atkinson, stand-up comedy, Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Peter Hellyer, Dave Hughes, Will Anderson, Tofob. So 
So it's more than six degrees. I do like how we got to Melbourne Comedy Festival and then he got just straight to Will Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he throw in Pete and Dave? I mean, it is... Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple of steps there you could have yeah, so cut around. You, how did you, you, get to, you, how you, did you get to Rowan Atkinson? From humour. What, you couldn't get to me from humour more directly than through Rowan Atkinson? Mr. Bean had to get involved? Laughter, humour, carrot top, Will Anderson. <laughs> Laughter, like, humour, Kevin Bloody Wilson, Will Anderson. Couldn't at least skip Atkinson and go straight to Melbourne International Comedy Festival? Surely from humour to Melbourne International Comedy Festival you get to. The fact you have to go via fucking Johnny English... Well, let's see if someone can get to... We'll set a challenge. Yeah. Okay, so that was, the key word was deep fake. If you want to play at home, who can get to toe from deep fake in the fewest, deep fake in the fewest amount of steps, which I believe is this other guy's, another listener's idea for a show. Oh, that yeah. Now, a week later, we think it's pretty good. <laughs> We're going to steal. It's a great idea. Good idea for a show. It actually is a good idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so okay. this should we give a new one and see and have a race and people can send us oh, in? Oh, yes. Okay. So is there something that we've talked about today that... Um, uh, well, what about something like simple, like chiropractor? Chiropractor. Can you get from how quickly can you get from chiropractor to TOEFOP? To TOEFOP, and send us your send us your best attempts. That's good, actually. Uh, I got whoever that was. This is a good game. <laughs> I get a bit overexcited. I had to let you know. I thought I would share a quick story about talking Batman comics with Justin Hamilton at oh. the comedy store a few years ago. Okay. As we were getting into the specifics of the new Dark Knight comics and the, versus the older style over a couple of beers. I couldn't help like feeling I was part of Tofop Fofop in some small way. As I said on my facts a few months ago, thanks for the future, thanks for the year, future, I just jumped ahead, thanks for the fun of listening to you. Cheers, Gervanch. And then he's given his address, but you didn't send it via Patreon, mate. That's the rules. And the reason I say that, Will, is we're going to go to our Patreon listeners, and this is going to be great for people at home. People who are on Patreon, this is what you could win. I'm holding it up. For people listening, I'm holding up the sticker sheet. What do you think, Will? So I only saw this kind of in person for the first time last night. And, I mean, it's very impressive. You can, you can literally take pictures of us and stick them in your photos at home as if we're friends. There's one where I'm holding a beer. I'm having a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Uh, so that's a great one for a photo. You know, maybe like it's a barbecue. Like backyard barbecue, whole bunch of mates, you just stick me on the end. Maybe you're the one telling the joke. Then you can say to your friends, look, I was telling a joke and look how, look how Will's laughing at this joke. So another one where I've got like my face like in my hand yeah. in a way that... Um, Sounds like someone has said something yeah. so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Or, or just giving you a compliment and you're like... <laughs> oh, stop it. I can't. Um, Hold it up to the camera. Yeah, obviously here we've got Charlie, you know, doing a great point. Yeah. I think the point is always great for a photo, just like particularly if you feel like there's something that needs to be the focus, you've won a trophy or something like that, it's someone's cake. Yeah. You know, this, is like, this is your perfect photo for that sort of occasion. I would have thought maybe the happy couple on their wedding day, yeah. just you there, have, having a bit of a point at them. But there's this one for intimacy, which is... Uh, if, you, if it's a photo of you facing away from the camera, you can stick me... To your back, so it looks like I'm giving you a hug. Giving you a hug from behind. Yeah. So very good for your Me Too case that you're taking. <laughs> <laughs> taking to court oh my god! I'll allow it if someone <laughs> has the balls to go to a police station and say Charlie Clausen touched me inappropriately, and I have a photo, <laughs> and that's the only proof you can use. I'm not encouraging you to doctor any other evidence. That's the only one you can use. 
be my guest. Down the bottom of bonus, Dave Anthony, uh, looking down as he looks down on everybody. (laughs) And a bunch of hidden dicks. Um, So that's what you can win if you send us a message via Patreon. So we're going to read a couple out. We've got five or six minutes. So let's see as many as we can get through. And then um, we'll give one away. And I should also point out that I have caught up on all the sheets. that We had like a backlog of like 10 and a lot of uh, TOEFL 100 books that had to get in waiting since December. Everyone should have their stuff from now on. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Are you saying everyone relax? Everyone relax. This is from Shane. Okay. Hi, Charlie and Will. Firstly, I'm not a doctor, but I have some concerns about the... I do like, by the way, if that now people are pointing out if they are or they are not a doctor. Yeah, I, think I think that it's is important. I would like to add that to the form letter for correspondence to the podcast. If you could please, even before you reveal what you do, point out if you are or are not <laughs> a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I have some concerns about the upcoming TOEFOP 300 milestone. Okay. I really hope Rusty can make it for this amazing achievement, but I was inspired by your chat in TOEFOP 250 when you became aware of some missing episodes. I quickly checked the feed and also discovered four missing episodes on iTunes, numbers 36, 49, 60, and 63. It's like lost. Having been a keen listener since early on, I was certain that I heard nearly every episode, although some of those first ones uh, take Clark Kent's hearing ability to... What? Although some of those first ones take Clark Kent's hearing ability to be able to decipher. Ha yes. ha. So after a bit of research... Oh, uh, right, badly recorded. Yeah, sorry, yes. I get it. Clark Kent, it was also Superman. Yes, I get and it. And Superman oh, has... That's, those films make so much more sense now. <laughs> so, no. oh, so, I couldn't understand why they kept cutting to this fucking nerd in glasses. So, what's this B story about this guy who can't complete his article he's meant to be writing? He's so annoying, so bumbling and stupid. He's like the opposite of Superman. Why don't they so get back to Superman? Dumb. Superman's interesting. Yeah, he doesn't wear glasses. Like that nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Fucking hate nerds. <laughs> so after a bit of research, I was able to find these four lost episodes on SoundCloud. And okay. after re-listening, I was sure that, yes, I'd heard these chats previously. In particular, episodes 36 and 49. As Michael had loaded these onto TOEFOP 228 after several Twitter teabaggers had also realised they were lost and messaged in. This is where it got me thinking about the episode countdown and how accurate it was. I believe you are five short in the countdown to 300. Here's how I figured it out. There have been 11 best of episodes, including the 228 catch-up on lost episodes. 127, 128, 129, 142, 151, 170, 206, 207, 227, 248, plus 199.5 is also a best of. So, for accuracy... Those should be taken off the tab. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm fine with that. But very importantly, you've also failed to count six additional shows. They're The Death of Superpod, Christmas 2004, Superpod 2, uh, uh, Comedy Festival, uh, the 2016 Melbourne Comedy Festival, the 2016 LA Podfest show, and the 2018 Care Australia show. These are all on iTunes, but are unnumbered in time. Okay, so, so, so that's 11 out, six in. Yeah. So in summary, I know that TOEFOP is not renowned for accuracy, but if 300 episodes is actually only 295, I fear a tear in the time-space continuum could propel Skynet into self-awareness. So we're going to be – we're five short of what we actually need to be. We need to – so do we renumber? How do we catch up now? We've already had the artwork created. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> this is a fuck-up so big it even defies our standards – we fucked up. We've created all this artwork. We can't just renumber it. What do we do? Well, do we get to 300 and then... 
No, here's what I would say. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Charlie. Yeah. I'm problem solving on the run. Okay. But I'm going to pitch to you something ambitious. So the difference is how many? Five. Five. So uh, what about to celebrate 300? Yeah. We have, because it would be great to be able to go, like do a little mini tour next year, hopefully. Maybe we have like a 300th like celebration that goes across five to six cities, whatever makes mm. that work out. And so the 300th episode is in five to six parts. So it's 300 Melbourne, 300 Sydney, 300 Brisbane, okay. 300 Adelaide, 300 Perth. Yeah, so we get back up to whatever, speed. right? And they're all, that's our, so then we get to have a 300 celebration in each of the states in Australia and they all count. And that means if, if, it Whatever up, it is, numbers-wise, yeah. they're all the 300. Four episodes of 300, yeah. essentially. Or, or whatever. Five it, episodes. We'll of. need this fella. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 Shane. Clearly. Shane. Goodwill hunting. If you could tell us how many 300th episodes we will have to do to have it be all 300 and be up to yeah. date. So that However many episodes of 300, yeah. how many parts we need in 300 to no. get us. How many parts does so that have to change? Episodes so we don't have to change 299 yeah. episodes of, of our part. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's read one more because then we, I okay. think we, we kind of mm-hmm. have to go. No one's sticker-worthy, though. Okay. Uh, it's definitely sticker-worthy. All right, well, Shane, you're getting a stick. Congratulations, but we'll read yeah. one more just for fun, and we may give a second one away. This yeah. is from Will. Hi, guys. I recently tried Scotch Fingers Arnott's Chocolate Block after hearing you both talk yeah. about the line of chocolate combinations. No, high-minded, but uh, more domestic, but it's good. Sure. Needless to say, I was a huge fan and will need to head back to the store to try out some of the others. It's made me... Wonder about what other biscuit chocolate combinations might work. <laughs> if you both had to say what the chocolate Illuminati decided to put in next, what would your choice be? Will. P.S. If you feel like throwing me a sticker pack, I'll put my address below. I think it's in the right format to be eligible for the coveted prize, as I'm a, well, a relative novice on Patreon. Oh, good on you for joining. Um, you're not going to get a sticker pack, or should he? Now I feel bad. Yeah, give me a second. All right, well. we have to answer the question, though. What biscuit, what would you like to see thrown in chocolate next? Oh, um, okay. So, well, um, what's a biscuit that's still around that I like? Um, well, I like a shortbread, but that's Scotch Finger is a bit shortbready. But yeah. I'd like a proper, like a proper shortbread. A proper shortbread in chocolate. That would be, I'd be pretty up for that, I reckon. All right, I would like barbecue shapes in chocolate. Oh. I think that could be really good. Yeah, that could maybe take work. away, dial down the sweetness that and, and yeah. the tanginess, and leave it salty and crunchy, and put that in chocolate. Oh, yours is better okay. actually. Um, I, sour cream and chive fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you're getting a sticker pack as well. That's it from us. Sorry about the shorter episode. It took us about an hour and a half to set up today, um, but you got an episode anyway. So if you want to support us, Patreon. Patreon. This is is the best way to support us on Patreon. But you're already viewing this on Patreon, imagine. Maybe I'll put this on YouTube as well so people know it's the best way to support us. Um, You can go to Patreon to check out a heap of bonus content. There's these episodes, the fully filmed episodes. There's a bunch of Q&As. There is some artwork by James Fosdyke. You can win yourself one of these sticker packs. Um, Otherwise, just join in the chat. Go to Facebook.com. Facebook.com. I don't know what Facebook is. HTTP semicolon. We've got a a TOEFOP group called The Tea Room. You can go in there and chat to other people who like this show. You can work on your chiropractor uh, six six degrees of TOEFOP. Oh, yeah, do that. Play that. That's a good... 
Email us at emailtofop at gmail.com. Go to our website. Check out Willosophy, Two Guys, One Cup. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.